Ken Grimm with Howard Hanna Real Estate Services, joined with Mr. Mike Beatty from Howard Hanna Mortgage Services, and the lovely Marie Mancham, uh, who is part of our team as well. Uh, so we're here to talk about first-time homebuyer programs. Marie, what kind of questions do you have for first-time homebuyers? Well, uh, oftentimes they decide uh, at 2 in the morning they want to look at homes, but they haven't met with a lender yet. So it's very important that they actually speak with a lender to make sure that they're looking at a home they can afford, or maybe they could actually look at a home they don't think they can afford, but they can. Yeah, so first, thanks for having me, both of you. Um, so yeah, boy, you know, with, with uh, first-time buyers, there's a lot of education that goes into it as well, and that's one of the things that I absolutely love about my job. Um, a lot of first-time buyers have no idea that even if you have a no money down program there's still costs associated with it and you still have to have a job and you still <laughs> have to have a job but you know it, it's um there's so many great unique first-time home buyers programs so it is about educating them and getting uh, a buyer in front of a lender first is paramount and, and they're scared everything. about it, but there's nothing to be afraid of. And it usually you can determine very quickly what they can. Usually uh, within that first afford. conversation. So, and, and, and that's how I typically will do it is I will just have a very um, informal conversation with that buyer, uh, A, to uncover their needs, but also to educate them on what they can expect through the process. Because, you know, it's going to be uh, credit driven and it's gonna be down payment and closing cost driven. And those are the two things that most first time home buyers um, really don't know much about, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, so getting somebody up to speed with credit is probably the first thing that I talk to people about and letting them know what the credit requirements are gonna to be to purchase a home. Um, and then we can go through the income issues with them or, or the income requirements well and sometimes when you pull their credit report when you get to the point where we're actually going to pull their credit report sometimes you find stuff on there that can be easily taken care of things that they might not know even showed up on their credit report and that can be sometimes cleared up pretty easily but yeah really it's better to, to take care of that up front right. than to find out when you're already into the process right or when you've already found a home and then you find out oh i have this stuff on here from you know seven years ago that's still showing up and i want it off my credit report or i don't even know what that is i don't recognize that Why or that's not even me right yeah absolutely so there's a lot of education that goes into it first and foremost um and like uh, marie was stating we can oftentimes get them a pre-approval letter or get them the answers that they're looking for in a very brief conversation mm -hmm. you know 15 20 minutes on the phone and i'm gonna have a great idea what they can do um so um let's talk about a couple programs shall we yeah, sure. and you've actually got some uh, programs that have opened up to you that you didn't have at previous uh, companies that you've been with also, right, through Howard Hanna? Yeah, there's uh, Howard Hanna Mortgage Services has some very unique and great programs, um, as well as some of them that are um, available, widely available uh, around the city and around the state of Ohio. Uh, but the first one uh, that comes to mind for me would be the Ohio Housing Finance Agency's mm -hmm. First Time Home Buyers Bond Program. Or we call Actually, it no, OFA. OFA. O-H-F-A yeah. yeah. <laughs> is the acronym. So we call it OFA. And it's a program for first-time buyers um, where they can be granted up to 5% of the purchase price to be used towards their financing. Because one of the biggest things I would say 
most first-time homebuyers don't realize is that it can cost upwards of five thousand mm -hmm. dollars even with no down payment and that's just to cover closing costs such as appraisal recording fees title fees lender fees and you're gonna have to come up with inspection fees up front homeowners insurance things of that nature application yep. escrows so if you use the OFA, as we'll call it, First Time Home Buyers Program, and maybe we couple that with an FHA loan. FHA loans are 3.5% down payment requirement. OFA is giving you 5%. So it gives you 1.5% of the purchase price left over to be used towards your closing costs. And we're finally at a point in the market where we can actually get an FHA loan through. Oh, yeah. It's, don't be scared of FHA loans. Yeah. They just have a little bit more restrictions on the property. So you can't have peeling paint. You know, you can't have cracked windows. Uh, We've just struggled for the last several years at getting people to accept them when we're going up against a conventional loan. Yeah. True. So it's nice now that buyers have more options available to them for financing. Correct. Um, so, but with the OFA, going back to that, you. What we're also starting to see, to your point, Shannon, is seller paid closing costs. Yes. So if we go with an OFA loan where there's 3.5% down payment, you have 1.5% left over to be used towards closing costs, and maybe the seller will pay another 2000 towards closing costs. I'm just saying this as an example, of course. Um, there's a lot of situations where I've had buyers get into a home where they've had no money out of their pocket under this program. Well, and there's uh, most programs you can't get money back. I think USDA is the only one where you can get money back. And then um, most programs, you have to put a certain percent of your own money down as well. Does that apply with FHA? It does. So okay. with FHA, you have to have 3.5% of your own funds into this. Okay, so um, the grant would not count as your own funds, right? It would. Oh, it would? Yes. That's so, actually good to know. I didn't realize So that. under OFA... It's been a while since we've done an FHA. Yeah. So with an OFA loan, no, you can literally have a buyer come to the closing with no money out of their pocket if you have seller contributions in there. Yeah, um, and I've done that, but it's been forever ago. And yeah. you just kind of, you know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. You brought up another good program, though, and that's USDA. Mm -hmm. Another fantastic program for the first-time buyer, but in all, all reality, you don't have to be a first-time buyer to use this program. And when people hear USDA, they think of beef. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of true, because it is a rural loan, so yes, you have yes. to be more rural in order to qualify for USDA financing. That's so correct. that's literally just what that means. It's like a rural FHA loan. Yeah, except that there is no down payment. It is literally a 100% financing loan. You're still going to have those closing costs mm -hmm. that I was speaking of, but as far as down payment requirements, there's no down payment requirement for uh, USDA loans. And on the USDA loan, you can get a seller to pay for all your closing costs and your prepaids, right? Up to 6%. Up to 6%. And what we mean by prepaids is if you've paid out for your home inspection or you've paid out for your loan application, you can actually get those credited back to you. Any money you have into it, you can get credited back. Mm -hmm. I don't know about the home inspection, but appraisal. And it counts as a, it counts as a prepaid. So right, or am okay. I forgetting? So something? no, that's all right. So with all of that being said, you know, a couple of the other restrictions are what Shannon alluded to a couple of minutes ago was that it has to be in a rural community, mm -hmm. right? It, you you can't use 100% financing USDA um, in Bexley you know, or in Dublin. It's got to be more of a rural setting. So it is going to be per property. And much like the condos that we talked about mm -hmm. in a previous podcast, 
um, we have a list that we can look up to see if a property specific is eligible for USDA financing. So I just type in a, an actual address and it'll come back and tell me if it's in a, an approved area or not. And every year they kind of change those boundaries too, it seems. So they do. You kind of have to, you know, just because a place was USDA approved before doesn't mean it will be now. Well, and that's another value to mm -hmm. working with a lender from the get go. Right. Correct. Because you can dig up all that information. Oh, and, and uh, you know, one thing that I always offer any client that I work with when they are out looking at homes, whether it's USDA, condo, FHA, is I recommend that they call me or call their lender as they're looking at houses. Say, hey, I found this house, I really like it. We can then look up whether it's in a USDA area. I can look up the specific property taxes so that I can give them a realistic payment amount. Uh, and what they need out of pocket all before they write an offer. And sometimes before they even go see the home. Sometimes You've before done that they... for us too. So Absolutely. Like um, certain parts of Galloway we found are still a little bit, you know, still USDA. There's not a lot of them, but right. we found there are still some. So people would call you before they even went out to look and you could tell them everything about the house before they even got there, which is nice. It is. So, um, you know, another importance of working with a lender up front, even mm -hmm. though that's not what this podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got, I'll be shameless for a minute and put a plug in. Um, but yeah, USDA and Ohio Housing Finance Agencies, those are the two real low down payment loans um, that a lot of people can qualify for. With both of them, however, you are going to have income limits. So neither of those programs are going to be designed for the buyer who's making $180,000 a year, looking for a half million dollar house. That's just not what they're designed for. So it's, you know, it, I know it's somewhere, and I don't have the exact number in front of me, it's per county and how many people are in the ha in that family. Um, but let's just call it somewhere averaging about 90 to 95,000, maybe 100,000 maximum income to be able to qualify for some of these. Again, don't quote me on that amount. Well, when you say it. family, they include everyone in the household, correct? USDA does, mm -hmm. yes. So OFA if it's a family of four, if there's, um, you know, if there's a couple and two children, then that actually counts as four. Correct. So that actually helps a lot too. And it's a good first time home buyer program. Oh, yeah, absolutely it's it is. It's a great way to get someone into it. So. Uh, out of the, you know, uh, hundreds of USDA loans I've done over my career, I'd say 80 to 90% of them are first-time buyers. Mm -hmm. Because those are the people that have good credit, say they're out of college, they're out of, you know, they, they don't have much expenses, but they still have the expenses. Mm -hmm. Their income isn't necessarily the top wage earners yet. I'm an optimist. They'll get there. Um, so it, they can save up for closing costs a few thousand dollars maybe, but not necessarily for a substantial down payment. So both of these programs made for the first time buyer has good credit, good jobs, uh, but just don't have that down payment saved up yet. Mm -hmm. So what is another, maybe a unique program that you might have with Howard Hanna that would help a first time home buyer? Depending on the first time home buyer, one thing that is unique to us that always stands out to me is that if you're planning on putting 20% down mm -hmm. and wherever that may be coming from, we have people that I had somebody inquire today whether it was a good idea to even cash in a 401k mm -hmm. to get a down payment, which by the way, everybody, I don't recommend. No. Um, but you know, if you're planning on putting 20% down and you have good credit and the reason you want to put 20% down is PMI. PMI. Mm -hmm. You don't want to pay PMI. So um, 
So for people who don't know what PMI is, how much can that range per month with your payment? Oh, geez. You could spend a couple hundred dollars a month in PMI. Yeah, so what PMI is, is called private mortgage insurance, and it insures the lender against default. You have to have it. You have to pay for it if you're putting less than 20% down payment. Well, at Howard Hanna Mortgage Services, we have what's called 15 is the new 20. Mm -hmm. And it is a 15% down loan with no PMI. There's no catches to this, guys. Mm -hmm. we, we don't increase the interest rate. Uh, there's no prepayment penalties. There's really, there's nothing tricky about this loan. You just have to have good credit. I think you checked one for me where that interest rate actually was lower than the 20% down. It was. That's it's made for the super low risky people. Mm -hmm. But if you're putting 20% down, you're a low risk. Save your money. Save the extra 5%. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe invest in it. Maybe uh, you're going to have things that may you that'll talk to you when you move into your house, mm -hmm. right? You're going to want to paint. You might want a new couch, a new end table, uh, maybe a new refrigerator. You don't know. It's an endless list. Mm -hmm. um, but to have that extra savings in your pocket versus having to use it as a down payment is just a tremendous program. So uh, we, we uh, get really, really good feedback on that program. And then um, just another program where you have the mortgage insurance, the FHA, that never goes away on an FHA loan. Correct. The mortgage insurance. It does drop off on the 15s, the new 20. Well, well, there's none. Like yeah. well, actually, there's none. There's none on that, but on a conventional loan. <laughs> no, I knew where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah. So on a conventional loan, yes. If At you least put, you know what I'm saying. If you're paying PMI on a conventional loan, once you have 20% equity in the property, it'll go away. 22%. Uh, FHA loans, it's going to be there the life of the loan. So it goes back to the old adage. I think we spoke about it on the last um, podcast. Mm -hmm. Marry the house, date the rate. Yeah. So you can always refinance. Always refinance. Yep, yeah. absolutely. And it's usually a little lower cost, and it's usually going to be a lot less cumbersome for that person to refinance because they've been through it before. They know mm -hmm. what to expect. And if they come back to the same lender, um, it usually makes it a lot quicker and easier. Okay. Any other programs that uh, Howard Hanna has that we should be aware of? Oh, we've got plenty of programs. Mm -hmm. But, I, you know, we can save those for other future podcasts. All right. <laughs> Anything else that would be relevant for a first-time homebuyer? Um, you know, the one thing I would just tell everybody is that if you're looking to purchase a home in the next, say, 90 to 100 days, that's about the time you want to start looking into things. Contact a lender sooner than later. Mm -hmm. Know what your options are before you really start getting into looking at houses because you just want to have a really clear idea, especially as a first-time homebuyer, on what you're able to do. Uh, is early in the process. And I say this for a couple of reasons, but the main reason is so that if you have something you need to work on, mm -hmm. you have time to do it versus mm -hmm. being um, pressed against a time limit of a contract to get something closed, you know, within 30 days. It's a little too late by the time you're in contract. Yeah, it stresses the system a little yeah. bit out. So if you're thinking about buying a home in the next six months, contact me, contact a lender, you know, make sure that there isn't anything that you need to work on ahead of time. A lot of times there may not be, but it's certainly nice to know if there is. It is. And as real estate agents, we really don't go into your credit too in depth. Um, that's not information we really want to get into with you. We want that to be a private conversation between you and whoever you choose to use as your lender. So a lot of people don't want to share their information with a bunch of people, and we just want to assure everyone that they actually won't be doing that. It would just be with the lender that they choose. 
Yes, and we're all licensed, and, and uh, you know we're going to keep everything confidential. It's right. we've got our livelihoods on the line, so, right? Everything's confidential. Um, everything is confidential. Yeah. So just you know, I would just tell everybody: don't be embarrassed, don't be hesitant. Just you know, make mm -hmm. the plunge, find out where you're at because you need a starting you need a starting place. Well, and even if your credit's not the best, or you're missing one of the big three, which is you know time on job, um, mm -hmm. money in the bank, or credit. Um, you can actually give them a roadmap for success in order to be able to qualify at a later time. Absolutely. So the sooner you get started, the you know, sooner you can move into a house. And, and you know, you may even get the good news that you're golden. There's nothing that you need to do. Go out and look for your house now. And uh, just let me know when you find a property address so I can run numbers for you. Okay. It could be as easy as that conversation. Okay. But it's important. Okay. I just think the earlier the better. That's yeah. really the takeaway I would give anybody, uh, first time buyer, is you just, the earlier the better, uh, as far as lending is concerned, uh, benefits every party in the process. Okay. Well, thank and you very much for your time. I was just going to say, don't go out and purchase any big ticket okay. items. <laughs> don't purchase anything. <laughs> yeah. Don't start any new credit. No, don't no. purchase anything. We've had people no. lose don't a home your because job. they don't bought buy cars. Washer and dryer. Yeah. Just no major changes. You know, don't make any major mm -hmm. changes. Um, and then if, if, if uh, you know, you really don't have money to work with, you know, give me a call and let's talk about the options mm -hmm. that uh, you have whether it be a gift or a grant or 100% financing program, but there's options out there for everyone. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time again. Uh, thanks for having me. Yep, thanks. And thanks, Marie. So again, Shanna Grimm with Howard Hanna Real Estate, Mike Beatty with Howard Hanna Mortgage Services, and Marie Mancham, a listing and buyer's agent on our team. You can follow us on any social media platform at Shannon Grimm Realtor. Thank you.